It's Motorhead right here on your classic metal show. I'm so bad, baby, but I don't care. I think that uh, kind of, you know, sums up the attitude of the CMS. I would say so. Don't care. Never will. Just like the Lemster himself. Exactly. All right. Well, you sent over a story here earlier in the day. I did. Uh, something unexpected popped up during Friday's virtual meeting of the Indiana Election Commission on the Zoom online video platform. Right. <laughs> An unidentified participant took over the single screen shared among the commission members, numerous state and county election officials, and members of the media and used it to display a video of a man masturbating. <laughs> the horrors of it all. I love this story. So some guy was able to hack the camera and get in there and jerk off. Yeah. Well, I mean, all you need is the code. <laughs> you know, if, if you get the code, the code to their, to their thing, you just click the code yeah, and you're to in. The, to the Zoom uh, meet. Me chat or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a steady orange and black logo beside beside the steadily moving image suggests the recording originated on one of the most visited free pornographic websites on the internet. So <laughs> so this was just like a a loop or something. Yeah, probably. This guy probably just playing something on Pornhub or something. <laughs> <laughs> either either that or he just sort of like uh recorded like what like 10 seconds of something and just like looped it something like that yeah yeah the video ran for approximately one minute before the manager of the commission's online service was able to switch it off and remove the alleged perpetrator from the virtual meeting now see this what i want to know yeah is how did the quote unquote the media even though this happened because they took it, you know, somebody snitched it out. Somebody was like, this is a good story. I'm gonna call my friend at the paper. That's, that's kind of my point. It's just like, okay, if this was among like uh, county and state officials, how come the media knows about this? There, somebody put it on their fucking Twitter. Yeah. We were on this meeting talking about the election board and somebody hacked us and put a guy stroking his dick. Yeah. What? It's like, why, why is that reportable? Quick, quick. We got our lead story. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's my point. It's just like, why are so people so hungry for attention that it's mm -hmm. just like, oh, I got to run to my newspaper guy or I got to go to my source and go, hey, you know what happened today? Yeah. You're not going to believe it. I saw somebody jerking off today. Yeah. They infiltrated our Zoom meeting and put some guy stroking his dick. Oh, holy shit. Really? When did wow. this happen? Well, we were just kind of meeting about the election, you know, because of the coronavirus. And we were trying to determine if, we, you know, we're going to be able to, you know, have our uh, constituents go out and vote in person or if we're going to have to do mail-in ballots or whatever. And some guy, like, hacked us and... He was like stroking his dick, man. Hacked him. He didn't hack you. More than likely, you sent the fucking code to the wrong email address, and he just clicked it. <laughs> you know that's what happened. Uh, well, but again, I, I, 
I agree with you, but my point is, is how come somebody had to run to the paper or the media or something to report this? Who knows? Because people are fucking childish and I, I guess need attention. You know, if it was me on that meeting and that popped up, I would have gone, what the fuck was that? And then, it, it, then after you, you know, uh, ban it or whatever you had to do, I would have never thought about it again. I kind of had to screen cap it and put it on my Twitter. <laughs> People need to see this, man. You're not going to believe this. We were talking about funding from the coronavirus, and, and, and this guy started jerking off. <laughs> it was really something. <laughs> I, I like this next this next sentence. Okay. That was sufficiently disturbing. Paul Oak Oakson, the from the election commission chairman, said after the video was removed. Yeah, because he's clearly never jerked his own <laughs> dick, right? It was sufficiently disturbing. Does it disturb him when he jerks his own dick? <laughs> well, who uses that terminology? Boy, that was sufficiently disturbing. <laughs> Politicians, idiots. <laughs> Another viewer proclaimed again on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Most exciting election commission meeting ever. Positively abhorrent. <laughs> we were so bored. We were falling asleep. And then some guy started stroking his dick. And we were just like, look at that. Now that would give you a laugh. Got to admit, if you were in a work meeting or something, and all of a sudden some guy popped up jerking his dick. Would you not just laugh? Of your course, ass? of course. Of course. The first reaction is, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> Holy shit! Look at this. Man, look at him go. <laughs> the practice of Zoom bombing is a, is this a new uh, terminology now? Zoom bombing. That's new to me. Is this like photo bomb now? Yes, so Zoom bombing. All right. Or outsiders using the video platform screen sharing feature to display graphic content to invited conference participants has become more prevalent as public and private meetings across the United States have moved online due to the coronavirus. Nice. So, so I guess that's going to be in the new lexicon now. Zoom yeah. bombing. Zoom bombing. Chris. Well, I feel bad. You know, we've we've done two two CMS fan parties and nobody's jerked off in our fucking <laughs> Yeah, nobody's Zoom bombed us or Google bombed us. We haven't had anybody Google bomb us at all. God damn it. We're not popular enough. When we do the next one, I expect at least one chick to show her tits and I expect somebody to rub one out right on screen. <laughs> and Chris, I won't even block them. I'll wait Chris, we've been Google bombed. I will absolutely, I'll say it now. I will absolutely wait till they jizz before I fucking throw them out. I will let them go all the way with it. I will not throw them out like, oh my God, that's tragic. <laughs> no. And I'll post it on BitChute. <laughs> what do you think of that? Put a note on it. Hey, at 3321, can you identify this penis? Yeah. Somebody Google bombed us and jerked off during our CMS, uh, what do we call our chat now? Oh. Our fan party. Fan yeah. party. Somebody jerked off during our fan party. Yeah. We need to know who this is. Do you know this dick? Yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of Porgies. 
I'll know that dick. There was a what was there? There was a, there was a mole. There was a mole on that dick. <laughs> yeah, do you know those movies? Not we can come back to this story in just a second. But do you realize that those movies are not available anywhere? Yeah, of course, because they're so politically incorrect. I was trying to buy them this week because I wanted to Is watch them. Really, Porky's. Porkies, I love. Now, now, wait a minute. I got to stop you. Walk me back. How did Porkies even come into your consciousness? I saw one of the guys from the movie is now all old and shit, and he was on some TV show. (laughs) And looked up his name. I was like, God damn, that guy looks familiar. And I looked up his movie history, as I do with everybody on IMDb. Yeah, and he was in Porkies. It was the curly-haired kid, the the main kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, now he's played like lawyers and all kinds <laughs> of shit in his in his career, but he started off in Porky's as the you know the dork. And and I and then I was like, oh man, I haven't watched Porky's in forever. That would be really fun to watch tonight. <laughs> okay. So I go I go looking, and Porky's isn't anywhere. It's not it's not even available to like buy. Like I I couldn't find it on. Like Amazon or anywhere. Yeah. You know what another movie is that you can't find anywhere? What? There was a movie out there with um, Sean Penn and Eric Stoltz called The okay. Wildlife. Okay. You can't find that anywhere. What was what was wrong with that one? I mean, I know. Wow. I mean, it was, it was pretty blatant, but it was like 1984 or 1985. It was called The Wildlife. Right. And, and uh, I've never seen it out there released on any kind of platform. I mean, there's a shitty copy. I think it's on uh, like YouTube or something. Right. But it's like real degenerated and everything. But to, to get a good copy of the wildlife, I, I've never been able to find that. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I know this. I got to get those Porky's movies now. <laughs> Honk that pig whistle. <laughs> Miss Beulah Ballbricker. Yeah, Ballbricker. Ballbricker. Yeah. Oh, oh! What was that chick? The young, the young uh, student teacher. She was getting railed up there, and she. What was she? They called her. It's Kim Cattrall from from. Yeah, but they called her the Howler or something, or the like that, the Moaner or something. I love that movie, man. So good. Well, that was the most uh, scathing movie when I was in high school. Was, Did you see Porky's? Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember we had to sneak into the movie theater to see it. Yeah. We were like 13 years old. I was in, what, 81, 82, whatever yeah, it was. It was 82. Yeah, I, I was I believe it was 82 because I was in high school. I was in my senior year, and everybody was talking about Porky's. Oh, my God. Did you see Porky's? I remember sneaking in. We were in like eighth grade or something. And we had to sneak into the. We literally had one friend that was old enough, like the brother of a friend, of, you know, or something. And he went in the movie, and then he went over to the emergency door and opened the door, and we snuck in the emergency <laughs> door so we could watch Porky's right at at the movie theater that is now the Kent stage. I still remember where I saw it. Right. You know, I remember seeing it and just well, sitting there. Well, that was a that was a very risque movie oh yeah for that time i mean you know the only other risque movie in that era was obviously fast times at ridgemont high because of phoebe cates and 
mm-hmm. unbuttoning her uh, bikini top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, this is so bad. I'm just just reminded me of this right now. I remember I was maybe two years older, so maybe 13 or 14 or something. And Porky's was showing on HBO. Like they, it was a movie that they were running on HBO and I was sleeping over my friend, um, Scott Purcell's at one night. And so we're, we were sitting there and we were watching Porky's, but his mom was down right down the hall, you know, asleep. So we took turns. It was just a small ranch house. We took turns, 10 minute turns sitting at the end of the hallway so that if the mom came out, we could signal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that that is just a a tribute to how uh, scathing that movie was for that time. Yeah, and, and just I mean, you remember back then, dude? You could you could not get away with shit like that. No, of course not. But parents. but but you think about that, you know, eighty two, and mm-hmm. and and Porky's was just like, oh my god, you see Porky's? Oh, you know, everybody was like, and and the only other comparison I can make to that is the early nineties with um, American Pie. Yeah, American Pie, Showgirls. Yeah. So really shook the world up. Yeah, of course. And it was just like, oh, my God, you see Porky's. Oh, we went to see Porky's, you know. And that Uh was the whole thing when I was in in, uh, a senior in high school. It was just like, oh, my God, you see Porky's. What what was what was the kid's name? That that curly headed kid. What was his name? He was um, the only name I remember is meat. Oh, that was the big guy. Yeah, the 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 guy, because he because he. He he was the one always trying to get laid all the time. Yeah, and couldn't get laid. Um, Pee Wee. Pee Wee. Yeah, Dan Monahan. That's his name, Dan Monahan. Yeah, he played Pee Wee. Yeah, I was thinking about that movie the other day for some reason because there was a scene and talking about Caitlin Bennett earlier tonight about the yeah. quote unquote anti-Semitic. Right. There was a scene in the movie where some there was a bully bullying this one kid in there and basically said, anyone want to fly a kite tonight? We got some <laughs> kites around here. He goes, the, 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 the term is kike, not kite. Remember that scene? Yeah, I do remember that scene. Hell yeah. And by by the way, um, Kim Cattrall's character was Miss Honeywell. There you go. Miss Honeywell. This Honeywell. Yeah. Oh. And I think she was known. Wasn't she known as the Howler? Yeah, something like that. I think she was known as the Howler. Right. She'd be getting up there railed and, you know, up in the mezzanine. And it was, oh. <laughs> so good. You know, th- that, even though that was, uh, what was it, 82, 92, 02, 12. Almost 50 years uh, ago. Almost 40 years ago. Yeah. That that movie made a huge impact. Loved it. Huge impact. Mm-hmm. Because it, it really, really did stretch the boundaries at that time. Oh, yeah. It definitely did. But, you know, that was the, um, uh, you know, when I was in high school as a senior, everybody was, oh, my God, we went to see Porky's. Oh, my God. Okay. It's crazy. That movie made its money. Listen to this. The budget to make it was $2.5 million. 
it grossed a hundred and eleven million. <laughs> well, somebody got fucking rich. Somebody got real rich, and then they made that awful Porky's too. Porky's oh yeah, that was terrible. Terrible. But then everybody said Porky. I don't think I ever saw Porky's three. I didn't even know there was a Porky's three. I didn't either. I'm. I'm. Or is that Porky's Revenge? Was that Porky's three? I, I, I have no idea. I saw Porky's Revenge. That was okay. That was pretty fun. Porky's 2 was awful, though. I think that was kind of like the tail end of that time, though, because then it got to be a little more cleaned up. Remember, right after that was like Revenge of the Nerds and stuff like that, and 16 Candles and Breakfast Club and all that stuff came right and but right before it was like your airplane movies and porkies and stuff like that it was like the the very end of the sexed up movies sexed up comedies for a while and i don't know have they come back i don't think so no that that, that was that was a very very brief window there yeah loved it though pork i loved the the, the every time the um the deputy would call pork he'd be like pork (laughs) (laughs) so funny man yeah porky's was so good it was just it was just um just a weird time yeah oh if anybody hey everyone this is our pig squealing car horn this is our button version of the horn it comes with a button included um so this is a, a really loud horn guys we've got it facing down so it doesn't hurt our ears Black wire comes from the horn to go to a, a ground somewhere. It could be your battery or anywhere you have a ground source. And then your red wire comes from your horn to go to a 12-volt power source. It could be your battery, a fuse, wherever you have a 12-volt power source. And then your yellow wire comes from the horn to go to one side of the button, which is included. Then you simply just run another wire with 12 volts to the outside of the button, and you're good to go. So this is our pig squealing car horn. Whole movie's good. It's just a collection of stupid scenes, but it's fucking hysterical. It's just dumb. Yep, it's just dumb a, but great. Just a dumb movie. Mm-hmm. Groundbreaking. Yeah. I wish I could find it to buy it. <laughs> Porkies. Yeah. Let's see here. Let's see what let's see what comes up. Porkies movie. All right. Porky's 1981 is when it came out. Um, yeah, it's not on Amazon or anywhere. I could buy maybe this ultimate. They have the ultimate collection, the box set. No, well, maybe I'll buy that used for new for twenty one dollars. Maybe I'll just buy that right now. <laughs> you gotta just go buy it. I might just buy that right at this minute. That's from a dude, though. Yeah, they all they have is a trailer. Yeah, it's not available anywhere. Yeah. It's crazy. It. 25 bucks. Add the card. Amazon. Porky's the ultimate collection. Yeah, well, that's coming off there right about now. Because I'm buying it. <laughs> For 22 bucks. Yeah. It's all three movies. Can't blame you for that. Look up, uh, look up the wildlife. You can't find that anywhere either. Making a purchase. 
I really am buying it right now because right. that was not showing before. Right. When when I looked before, it was not there. Oh, I want it. Oh, it's only three ninety nine or five. I'll go with the five ninety nine and get it by Wednesday, of course. Let's place my order. Thirty bucks. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Sent to my daughter though. Change that address. Shipping address. Yes. Place. All right, purchased. There you go. Hopefully, it's not a degenerated copy. Yeah, hopefully, it's not some fucking burn. You know, three three green discs, marker on them, porkies. <laughs> now, see if I can find me a DVD player to play it. I don't even have one in my room. I need that. Well, you have, gonna, you'll, you'll have to burn it. I will, and that's probably what I'll do anyway. Is just rip it and put it on on my on one of my devices. Yeah, that well that uh, well that uh, wildlife is uh, Chris Penn, Eric Stoltz, Leah Thompson. Okay, and uh, you can't find that anywhere either. Is that not on Amazon? Nope. Another one that's just like nowhere to be found. Uh, well, here it is for oh no, but it's not. That's that's definitely just a bunch of cartoon animals on the front. No, that's not it. Not it. Here it is, the wildlife DV, DVD R. <laughs> Somebody's selling a burn of it for ten bucks. <laughs> you get it though. Yeah. That's it with them sitting in a car. Yeah. It's there. All right. Ten dollars. Ten dollars for a burn. Yeah. Perfect. I didn't know you could sell fucking burned copies of movies. Maybe if it's out of print, you're allowed. I don't even know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. So you want to buy it. All right. Well, getting back to this uh, story. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the appearance of um, uh, the uh, masturbating guy. Right. <laughs> The practice of Zoom bombing or outsider use of the video platform screen sharing feature to display graphic content to invited conference uh, participants has become a more prevalent as public and public or private meetings across the United States have moved online due to the coronavirus. It did not stop the election commission, however, from ratifying the Coronavirus-related changes to the June 2nd primary election agreed to Thursday by leaders of the Indiana Republican and Democrat parties and the GOP Secretary of State, Connie Lawson. Mm. She was probably the one who said this was the most exciting election uh, committee uh, meeting we ever had. She took the video home and leaked it to Twitter. Probably. I probably did. (laughs) Specifically, all registered voters will be eligible to uh, cast an absentee ballot or ballot by mail. And Indiana will also offer limited in-person early voting and traditional election day voting to ensure every eligible voter has an opportunity to cast their ballot. The bipartisan and commission uh, unanimously agreed to condense the usual 28 days of in-person early voting to one week beginning May 26th and ending June 1st to ensure 
polling places are not dangerously crowded by voters on election day during the coronavirus pandemic. Hoosiers also will be able to vote in person between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. on election day, according to the commissioner's order. Okay. So a masturbating dick will (laughs) not, uh, you know, stop the voting in Indiana. No, it will not. Sure, you're going to be happy about that. Yeah. Well, you should be. Don't you have to vote in Indiana? I do. Well, thankfully, you won't have to worry about some dude jerking off at the poll, jerking the poll at the poll. I'm happy about that. <laughs> I don't want to walk in and have some guy jerking his dick on my ballot. No, definitely not. It might be sticky. Ugh. <laughs> Yuck. Uh, let's see here. All right. Well, here's here's a uh, here's a uh, question for us. Okay. For from one of our listeners, John Lennon. I don't John think, Lennon. I don't think it was, it's the John Lennon, but he goes by John Lennon in the chat room. Okay. Hey, fellas. Hey. I was hoping you could answer my question on air. That's okay. that's what we do, Chris. We're on air. On air now, All yeah. Right. We're we're like uh, Mike Trevisano. We're in the air. We're in the air. Do you think it's easier to get laid in this generation's time, or do you think the '80s were easier to get laid with the rise of Tinder and the fuck apps? I'm sure it's easier now, but also with the rise of the Me Too and everyone's afraid to talk to chicks because of the fear of false uh, accusations. Thank you for your consideration and hope you guys have a great weekend. Thank you for your consideration after (laughs) asking that question. Jesus. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, you can go first. Um, Is it easier? Well, in my day, and I hate to say that, but, you know, the 80s are long past. Um, Chris, I'm going to talk for Chris here for a minute. Okay. I was not a horn dog in the eighties. I, I didn't just bang anything that I'm going to, I'm going to use a Jay and silent Bob, uh, you know, quote, I want to fuck everything that moves. Yeah. I, I, I was not one of those guys. Mm-hmm. I was a little more selective. So I did not you know, engage in one night stands, just bang anything that I could get my hands on. That was just not my MO. Um, if, if there was somebody that I liked or actually wanted to pursue, uh, I would say that I was pretty successful with that. If it was just somebody that I actually liked and it usually wound up to be something of a relationship uh, I was not a one night stand guy. Never have never had a one night stand. I, that wasn't that thing with me. I cannot answer for today's culture with the whole apps and dating. I've never done that. I don't have an app. I've never tried it. I've never done the dating sites. I've never done any of that. Cause I don't care about it. It's just not, you know, I'm, <laughs> I am more of an organic guy. If something happens, something happens. Right. I so I do not I I've never signed up for a dating site or a an app or a Tinder or whatever it is. Never mm-hmm. done that. 
So I can't answer that question. So as far as ease is concerned, I can't answer that as far as ease is concerned. I really don't know. I know I know of people back in the day when uh, guys would just pretty much bang anything uh, that were pretty successful at doing it. Uh, you, you apply them with some alcohol, you apply them with some drugs, you apply them with, uh, you know, any kind of thing that would make it, you know, less inhibitive and, uh, they they would pretty much, uh, fall in line. I think Chris would more be, um, you know, uh, he, he could answer that better because, more or less, he he didn't care what it was. It was just like I'll just bang anything that moves, like uh, like Jay. Yeah, definitely easier back then. Definitely a thousand percent easier back then. Why was it easier that back then than today? Because today, today is not ex- it's not an expectation anymore. Back then, if you did. So- You know, back then when men could be men and women could be women and men treated women a certain way and women acted a certain way toward men, that was part of the damn deal was if you did something nice for them, they did something nice for you and they understood what the nice for you was. All right. So it was reciprocal. Yeah. And and it was take a girl to a show. She knew that she was going to fuck you, you know, take her to the football. I, I, I can't tell you how many times in high school go to the football game and get your dick sucked in the car in the parking lot at the school. <laughs> All right. Because you took her to the football game and you spent the $3 on the ticket and bought her a fucking drink and a popcorn. $3. Yeah, you were, you were like 10, 10 bucks in by the time all was said and done. Holy so shit. $10 she, was a deal. So she knew her job. All right. You know, so you would, you would, you would drive off and, and even just hanging out. You know, when we used to hang out, it was always, I would always steal a bottle. My dad had like a, I don't know what you call it. It was in a lower cabinet and it had like a carousel in it. I don't know what that's called, but that's where he kept all his booze. Lazy and I, Susan. A lazy Susan. Well, yep. I used to steal the, the booze off the lazy Susan all the time. Cause he was a corporate guy. So he got, he got, um, bottles all the time. Okay. So I would take that out. We would get out in the car on a Friday night, pick up whatever girl go out to there was a there was a little lake that we used to go to and it was sit in the car drink make out a little bit fuck swim (laughs) again (laughs) that's what that's what we did you know it was so much easier then now now for a lot of reasons it's more difficult I, i think it's probably easier on some regard like in high school or whatever it's probably easier you know as an adult First of all, nobody wants to because everybody does. Nobody wants to deal with the fucking backlash of it now. You know, we're we're all maybe it's because we're older and it's not as important as it used to be back then. But, you know, there now and again, it's hard to compare A to B, but but now to get pussy you literally run through the gamut. It's not it's not all or nothing anymore. Now it's like well, I could fuck her. Well, what's that going to mean to me tomorrow? <laughs> next day, the well, next week. And am the, I going to get calls all the time? And yeah, am well, I going to get texts all the time? What's What's the long term effect of this? Yeah, it, it was. It was. Now it's the long game. Back then, it was. 
Dude, back then, you would bang a chick, and you had no idea what was coming the next day. But there were no cell phones, and there was no internet back then either. No, but they all had your phone number. Yeah. Dude, that was... That was always a thing. My mom and, and my brother used to make fun of me all the time because the phone would ring nonstop <laughs> from different girls. And and a lot of it was, you know, I mean, I, I was doing something with all of them. But, you know, as I've told you before, I used to sell pot to the chicks and I would just give the girls pot if they'd you know blow me or fuck me or whatever. So a lot of the time it was, hey, can you meet me in an hour at the at the mall or at the plaza at the like, church parking lot? <laughs> It was always at Streetsboro Plaza. Right. I did most of my weed dealing. There was, they had an asteroids machine and two pinball machines and a dig dug. All right. And, and the way that things were configured, there was a space in between the asteroids and the dig dug. No, 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 uh, Galica. No, not at this time. And I used to, I used to be like, you know, getting that, getting that space. I'd have the girl get in the space so that I could kind of get in there and not, not to do anything, but to pass the weed without being seen, you know, because all anybody could see if they came walking out was my back. So they'd be walking out seeing my back and I'd be handing them, you know, a couple of joints or a, a small baggie or whatever of, of pot. And that was, and then, you know, either, either we would go somewhere from there you know, like back, that was before those apartments that are behind that plaza were there. Yeah. So a lot of times it'd be like, or we could meet up at the plaza and I'd be like, well, let's go talk about what we're going to, how much pot I'm going to give you in the woods. We go in the woods and then get a blowjob or fucker on a, you know, an old ratty couch or something that, that was thrown away in the woods. <laughs> I didn't care. Didn't care a bit. If they were throwing pussy, I did not give a shit if I got dirty. Scared. I, I knew you would have the answer before me. <laughs> Because that was just it not my MO. Did not care even a little bit. I was always, I was always willing. Always, 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 you know, didn't matter what they looked like. Didn't matter if, if they were trading it out for pot, I was taking it. Always. All right. Well, in conclusion, easier today or easier uh, years ago? Back then. Back then. Because, you know, part of it, too, was that the girls were, were more social. Yeah. You know, I mean, in order to get laid today, you got to find a way to get them to come out of their fucking house. And that doesn't happen. And to be honest, these guys are such fags. None of them go out either. <laughs> you know, they're, they'd rather play their fucking, their whatever, um, you know, call of duty than, than bang a chick. Right. So they're not out as much. They're not used to being, you know, social with anybody. And therefore they're, they're more awkward and uncomfortable. So, yeah, I would say it was definitely easier back then. All right. There's your answer there, uh, John Lennon. Well, even in your high school, dude, what, I mean, forget you because you were a fucking Mormon. But, <laughs> no, you know, for for everybody else, all, all your friends around you, they were doing the same shit, right? Hooking up with chicks. And, uh, you know, some of them. I can't vouch for everybody, but some of them. Yeah, sure. They're banging, you know, banging their chicks after the fucking football games or the prom or whatever. You know, that's what we all did back then. That was part of the deal. It was, it, I mean, it, it felt risky at the time, but when you look at it, it really wasn't. It was just like, whatever. Yeah. It was, you know, it was just the, the passage of life. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It was just having fun. It was, wasn't a big deal back then. It was just having fun. Right. All right. 
Well, that's going to wrap up another show here on the Classic Metal Show. There we go. Quick and easy. Yeah, it was fast. It went quick. It went fast. It was fun. And Mm -hmm. uh, my God, I am not not a Metallica fan anymore. (laughs) 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 We'll have more of that, the ABCs with Metallica, in future episodes. Bring it. We'll bring it back. Maybe, maybe some of the other poetry will bring you back. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back next Saturday. Everybody stay safe. I know yep. it's a drag for some of you who got to stay inside and can't do anything and whatever, mm-hmm. but, uh, I'm going to leave you with a, a classic rock track from a former Beatle. All right. Uh, this kind of, you know, kind of wraps up, uh, the last topic. About okay. is it easy or not? So I'm going to leave you with some uh, Ringo Starr with "It Don't Come Easy." There you go. So until next Saturday night, this is Neely along with my very good friend Chris Hagen, and we're gone. Bye, kids. <laughs>